Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to episode 46 of the Dork Forest. We're back. We're back. I'm back. It's been a two-week uh, hiatus. I'm sitting in my living room with uh, two very funny gentlemen. Let's find out what kind of dorkdoms they have. I like it. Uh, Matt Knutson, this is the first time you're back doing the pre-recorded, I think, right? Happy to be here. All right, Matt Knutson. Uh He's on Twitter. He's around. He's got a website. He's a comic. He's very funny. I'm aware of the internet. Right. You'll be able to find him. (laughs) Watch the funny, funny, the hilarity ensue. Uh, Mr. Josh Hennis, first time on the program. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) You get a golf clap? Yeah, a little golf clap. Uh, What a lot of people don't know is that Matt Knudsen brought a shrimp ring. (laughs) And uh, we're going to be eating some shrimp ring while we uh, dork it up. Sure. Why, why not? Oh, I forgot to do the, the credits. Uh, I was uh, mesmerized by the shrimp ring. <laughs> well, I mean, did, do people know why I brought the shrimp ring in? I, I was. Why did you? Explain. Jackie, Jackie was a guest on uh, um, WTF with Mark Marin, and right. I, you know, listened to that a lot, and then listened to her her podcast, and she's telling the story of uh, you know attending. I, this is probably where you could do a better job than me. Of telling the story? Of telling the story. I wonder, that happened in your life. Should she cut Not, you off right now and just She should. It. It, it, it's the baton. It has been passed. <laughs> but let me tell you, it's. have you ever had somebody do your joke back at you and you go, wow, that's a lot tighter. That's a lot tighter. That's great. <laughs> Only all the time. That's, <laughs> oh, you dropped about 18 words out of that. Oh, exactly. That call. was needed. Yeah. That was needed, those no. 18 words. So shave that right off that explanation. If you point. have a friend in the audience, after you do a set, they are going to do your joke back at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A comedy friend, that is. Mm-hmm. It's, and if they only if they liked it, right. God love them. And or they, they just finished with nice try. Or you were up there. <laughs> yes, I was. I was up there. Just keep keep working yeah. it out. Uh-huh. Microphones. Don't give great. up. That's yeah. my favorite thing from audience members. Yeah. Don't give up. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking of it at this late date, but mm. uh, I don't really. Or have how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, twenty-two years. No, that yeah. would be another question. They would yeah. ask oh, that's you right. That would it's make a, you uncomfortable. That's what I. Th- somebody once asked me, "How long have I been working at Kinkos?" Uh, when I worked at Kinkos, right. and that actually made me so furious <laughs> that I told them to leave Kinkos. Wow. <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna have to." It was a sign of the end, quite honestly. Sure. How does, how does sure, shrimp sure. ring relate to all this? Oh, shrimp ring. It's it's the fact that we're having a we're we're obviously in a recession, right? Mm. But in Wisconsin, the recession doesn't hit as hard, nor does the boom. Because once a month, someone is having, in good times and bad, powdered milk, just because they're afraid. So That was part of my childhood. We would take one or uh, one gallon of milk and make uh, two or three gallons. Because you were raised in North Dakota. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you make three gallons out of one gallon, you know, with mm-hmm. water, with the powdered milk. With the powdered we milk. We used yeah. to dilute milk, but never had powdered milk. Right. You just <laughs> d- diluted it with water. Diluted it with water for, you know, just two... Uh, just to make, make it more, more breakfasts for the week. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's um I get that. We were living a fancier life where uh <laughs> solid milk fats would be introduced. I don't I don't recommend it, by the way. You might as well just water it down. By the way, Jackie's buffing her fingernails on her shirt as she tells us. Ah, <laughs> fancier. This guy. As, as I'm excited about the shrimp ring. Because here's the thing, as I was at a party and then I ran into this lady a couple of years later and uh she said, Oh, you were at that party that we had the shrimp ring. A couple of years later. Yeah. It was a New Year's Eve party, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to burst into tears and say, Mrs. Burridge, you deserve a shrimp ring for dinner, yeah. like once a week. Yeah. It's a it's a shrimp ring, of course, we all know. Yeah. Ring of shrimp, uh, 
cocktail sauce in the middle, but 12 bucks right there over there at the grocery store, right? Correct. Is this a Ralph shrimp ring? Uh, well, you know, allow me to buff my fingernails. Pavilions. <laughs> for those Ooh, you brought it up a notch. For those of you that live outside right. the, uh, this is greater the- Los Angeles area, right. you have to mention what grocery store you go oh, to. Yeah. You name drop grocery stores <laughs> in L.A. rather than saying well, uh, The pavilion store. shrimp will have less Prozac in it. Uh, <laughs> so less sewage that they've eaten because right. they go from a nicer batch. Yeah, it I might see, be farm-raised. Uh, Lou Ferrigno at uh, my pavilions all the time. Come on. It's true. We're right. We're already into it. I see his daughter no, at a bar. She looks. She's got a. She's cute, but she looks like Lou Ferrigno. Unfortunately, similar. Wow. I was working at a bar. I, I don't. I don't hear that. I swiped. <laughs> she's cute, but she looks like. Lou was, I tell, just can't tell me more. Out. Tell me yeah. more. I was swipe. I was working at a bar, and you swipe the people's credit cards, and this type of computer system. I was bartending. You swipe it, you can give it right back to them, so they don't ever claim you lost their card at right. the end of a drunken so night. You run a tab. I swiped it, and I looked at it, and it said whatever her name was, Ferrigno on it mm-hmm. oh, and i what? said you Lou Ferrigno's daughter and she goes yeah i go oh nice to meet you and that was it <laughs> but i looked at her, she i go she's cute but she looks like Lou Ferrigno was she wearing purple cutoffs oh i wish she would that, always that wear purple cutoffs like only that <laughs> was she furious with <laughs> so many similarities no, she was right. green with envy of the job your turn to buff your fingernails. Yeah, nice work nice work really well so did you guys have, have you seen any of the the superhero movies did you see any of that? Are, are you into I that just at saw, all? I just saw the um, the new X Men. Oh, X Men mm-hmm. First Class. I saw that. Uh, um, mm-hmm. you, what? What? Uh, not not so much. Well, uh, no. I. What, uh, what, what's your history with the X Men? What's your Marvel cred? I Do had, you care? Well, as a kid, I have the from the. I'm I'm almost forty, so I was a child collecting comic books in the seventies. I had X Men comic books. I just wouldn't be able to tell you. What is what issues they are? No, no, no. Any mylar bags involved, Josh? Mylar bags involved? I wouldn't remember. Gotcha. But I had. I remember as a kid. That's a no. It sounds like a no. no, yeah. no, no. You can remember sliding it in and like pinning it to your cord. No, I, I no. We're not mylar bags. I didn't. I didn't preserve them that well. Uh, but the movie. You was, read them. I and, read them, which is nice. Forgot, and then you forgot about them. For and then many you sat years. on them, and your coat got put on top of them, and they moved on. I didn't put them in bags, and now they're worth less than they should be. Right, but. You Just know, like my baseball but you enjoyed them. And so you have some knowledge of the history of the X-Men. A little. A little. But then did you see the first, uh, the other three the movies. movies? Yeah. I thought, I thought this movie was pretty, pretty bad. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm okay. a fan, so I still supported it. Right. But I, it was like the Jar Jar Binks of all the X-Men movies. Ooh. Ooh. Kitty's got claws. Exactly. <laughs> it was cool. Good, good, good direction. Good action, obviously, it has to have good action. I thought the dialogue was pretty weak. Huh. Okay. And that's why you go to the action movies. Yeah, that well, no, but chinny. the first three X-Men were yeah, good. Even I the agree. X-Men Wolverine, it was engaging. No, no. Okay. Didn't think so? Wolverine that's was right. good. Yeah, I didn't see he, the Do you know that he, he screamed at this guy three times? No! Wolverine. That was three a, times he screamed. There right. were sad things that happened right. for Wolverine right. three uh-huh. times, and and they caused him to scream at this guy. But what I did like about um, Wolverine was that it finally explained why uh, Three Mile Island happened, because that's where <laughs> that's where that final scene takes place right. around Three Mile Island. So true. And uh, and it turns out Sabretooth and Wolverine caused that nuclear reactor. Right. And all, all the and while, these scientists have been taken around. They're like for nuclear it. power isn't good right. when really it's mutants. Yeah. It's mutants that we got to control. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it'll and come Saber out years from now. What, what happened in Fukushima? Uh, Daihatsu. What happened? I'm not pronouncing that right. Daihatsu is the name of an old Korean no, no, car, no, no. right? Uh, 
No, the, the yeah. reactor in uh, Japan. Japan? The, just the Japanese? Oh. Fuka, I, Fukushima. Um, Fukushima. It's right next to Monster Island. So that's what probably happened. Di- <laughs> yeah, conflict. Monster Dai- conflict. Daihatsu was like a Korean car that was introduced in the market at the same time as the Yugo and the Hyundai. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was, sit corrected. Yes. Because <laughs> if I'm wrong, Please I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to make a serious dent in the shrimp ring, people. As you should. As and, you should. Uh, no, I didn't see... Um, the latest X-Men, and I was never a real big comic book. I would get comic books that were like Scrooge McDuck mm. and like the three-pack. Richie Rich. Richie Rich. You know, at the- I had Richie Rich and Archie. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Those weren't bad. I didn't mind those when I was a kid. If and then on I- a road trip, you, know, <coughs> you get the three-pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, a nice three-pack of, <laughs> of, of three different titles? Yeah. Okay. Like Casper and Richie Ooh. Rich and then- Yeah, I remember you know. Casper. That's something we got on family road trips. Like You had to get toys every- Few hundred miles, mm. so you didn't get hit in the car and just right. shut up. Do road trips and get a three pack of comics. <laughs> Did you? Um, how many siblings do you have, Josh? I have one older sister. So the two of you just in the back seat we fought all the time. Just pad, mm. pad, pad, fight, just, fight, fight. There, luckily, we have a we had a van and there was a bench seat in the back with an armrest in the middle, so that would separate us. Wow. That is nice. When you have separate spaces in a on mm-hmm. road, family mm-hmm. road trips, you're doing okay. What? How many kids in your family? Uh, well, the separate spaces wasn't really an option. I had two older brothers and a younger sister, <laughs> wow. so we would just be at it all the time. But you could always tell when you were going to be about to get a roadside spanking mm-hmm. because you could feel your dad let off the accelerator and start to pull over. He would coast rather he than He would break. start to coast over. And we he had didn't a seven, even have to seven, say anything. Yeah, a Caprice Classic station. Went. Like, once the foot came off the gas pedal, there was no getting out of the spanking. That was it. Oh, but, really? Yeah. The, you know when the window goes down? Mm-hmm. And, like, as long as the window's up on, like, a Caprice station wagon, it opens sideways. But once the window goes down, it becomes like a bench kind of pullout, so like the back of a the rear window. Truck. You mean the rear window yeah. on like uh, those old Chevys? But uh, he lower the window, do the tailgate, right? Spank you on the side of the highway <laughs> as people drove past, and then you know they get to usually, witness it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get to, and the other people that didn't get spanked witnessed it, so they're high but class. back in the everybody's 70s, huddling. <laughs> you were allowed to hit your kids in public. Uh, my, I got sent to North school. Dakota, you still can't. You still actually. Can. I yeah. acted up in the mall. My mom would just hit me in front of. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and I grew up where John Walsh, right before he did America's Most Wanted, right. His son was abducted in Miami, where I'm from. Ugh. So there was a lot of heightened, uh, heightened nerves with hitting kids in public. Right. Oh, did you? Did she get? Because it could be John Walsh's but kid. But once I once my well. You know, ever since this kid was abducted and found dead in a canal, um, parents thought twice about getting physical with their children just because it made everybody sensitive in every way. And That's interesting because he didn't kill his kid, right? No, he they did didn't not. Give, right, his they didn't give him murder, a TV somebody... show after he killed his own child. <laughs> Could you find other people that have killed their children? <laughs> Very niche market. But, Super. Wow. It just made every parent cling to their child dearly and, uh, and think it's brutal now being awful to their children. Did you children. hear about the outdoor movement? No. Where where kids or parents are banding together to make sure their kids spend more time outdoors. Hmm. And uh, as opposed to when I was a child, they would lock the door in right. the summer and say, see you at five. Right. Have a good time. Right. Uh, you got to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Why don't you go uh, hit? You, you can come in at There's lunch. A push. Right. Well, there was a gas station about five blocks away. And they were like, go to the gas station. <laughs> yeah. You see that bush over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knock yourself yeah. out. I'm yeah. sure my four brothers had to do that. Sure. So. Yeah. All Be a the child. Growing up, you had to pee in the bush. That was it. Yeah. You were yeah. playing sports or games. I got to go home and pee. No, you're staying here and playing the game. Just go pee in the bush. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Yeah. Wow. It, you know, they or never if you were expected lucky that enough to be girls. in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love those days. Yeah. Yeah. And my sister and I, we had a we had a public pool in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, very Hello. glamorous, and uh, it was a dime. And I was four, and my sister was six, and we would walk the. Um, I think it was about a mile mm-hmm. from our apartment to the public pool, and we would go. It was a dime for the walker, but if you could walk in the summer <laughs> with no shoes right. on, you didn't need to store your flip flops. Right, you didn't need to store anything, and we didn't have a towel. You didn't have to store anything, mm-hmm. and you couldn't bring your towel to the pool. So you had to go essentially in your swimsuit to the pool. And by the time we got there, our feet were covered with black tar because you know how it gets super hot. Oh yeah, and your feet just have. And then we're like, "You can't come in. You can't come in because your feet." And we're like, "We'll scrape it off." And Scraping off tar. Scraping off tar. Just it was to a save Norman a dime. Rockwell yeah. childhood, is what I'm saying. Yeah, my dad used to be the director of a camp uh, when I was a kid. So there was a while where I lived oh, on wow. the camp, and there was a pool, at, you know, on site, and it was right next to the river. And one summer, uh, the the banks flooded. It was in Iowa. The banks flooded right. and eroded the land that was underneath the foundation of the the pool. So like the pool pump and the room, like where right. we could like go underneath the earth and come up through that and just <laughs> into go the pool. Into the, the into know, what was left the housing of the uh, wow. equipment, and then you just open the door and the pool's right there, and you can just go swim in anytime you want. Wow! Yeah, with black tar on your feet. With black tar yeah. on your feet, and nobody's stopping. <laughs> That's the difference between and Iowa and save Wisconsin. a dime. Yeah, yep. yeah. If you're thinking about moving, those Man. are Wisconsin, I'll, Iowa. Right. I'll tell you what they're doing now. They that that school's closed okay. down that had that pool, and mm-hmm. right now it's they turned it into a police station. Mm-hmm. Pool's next to the cop shop, man. How are you supposed to have a good time? How are you supposed to have a good time when the cop shop's right there? Uh, no cannonballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your job, officer. What are you doing? Quit running. Yeah, <laughs> it's none of your business, sir. I'm seven. You're you're standing still in the pool for too long. Yeah, hey, you might uh, be no loitering. Yeah, exactly. No loitering. No. Officer, I'm just peeing. All right. Well, with the uh, money-saving things you're trying to do in Wisconsin, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, Officer Maria, you're also lifeguarding from uh, 4 to 6. Right. And you'll be teaching math yeah. from, from <laughs> 1 to 4 in the morning. <laughs> Tutoring. Tutoring. Tutoring some young prodigies. We need you to run carpool arrivals in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, my uh, my home state. My home state likes to... Um, we're. It's it's amazing. Most of the time, shrimp ring, middle of the road, middle right. of the road, middle of the road, safety mouse, safety mouse. And then occasionally, nutbag central. You know, we got your Jeffrey Dahmers and your Ed Geens. Uh-huh. And we got your Joe McCarthy's and we Michelle Bachman isn't ours. There hello. you go. Hello. Oh, you mean the person I'm totally going to vote for? <laughs> oh, hello. Totally. Let's totally <laughs> talk about her. Who won me over time. immediately? Yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's another super fox. Another uh, another forty five year old PTA mom super fox and uh, you're like it's not enough it right. isn't enough ma'am right and because um, I, I I you know I work the road a lot and I get people go a lot of guys are like I like her right. and you're like no no right. <laughs> it's that's not what that is right. that's not you liking her politically <laughs> right that's something else entirely sir and the guys say it like that like I like her but and the women like you're saying who are her demographic the PTA moms they really like her they they say it like this. I like her. I yeah. like her. I really like her. You should actually force someone to finish a sentence like, and the reason is... And the reason is, is because she doesn't know talk. the difference between John Wayne and John Wayne Gacy. Right. Did you hear that one? <laughs> no. no. Where she called John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy accidentally. Wow. That's awesome. I'm going to murder you, pilgrim. Right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry it took so long. That's my only I regret. I haven't heard a John Wayne impression in years. Yeah, especially like with a homicide attached to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's realistic. Sure. It's yeah. so. I think he'd be a liberal now. <laughs> anyway, um, so 
We were right before we got on. You guys were talking about something that was exciting, and I was uh, like, "Save it." When are we going to start? Any the minute. The shrimp is okay. not dented. Yeah. No, no, working on it. Right, we're almost done. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the it's show's it. almost over. Okay. It's been fantastic. How are we having doing? you, gentlemen? Okay, we're all so, right. I don't think I did anything about uh, the fact that, you know what? If you're listening this far in, you probably know the websites yeah. and the iTunes. It's uh, it's on iTunes. It's it's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. There's a donation button. A couple people used it while I was in Australia, and I say to them, thank you. Uh, good work, because uh, it pays for the broadband, and um, I need say, a new board. for the shrimp and the barbie. And the shrimp and the barbie. Yeah, bar- it paid for the oh, shrimp. Oh, because I was in Australia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Uh, the credits, Patrick Brady does the audio. Mike Rickberg sang that song in the beginning. He's going to sing again at the end. And Vilmos <laughs> does the website. He has his own podcast called uh, Green Room Radio. Very exciting. You and guys all do a great job. Yeah, yeah your show. it's all good. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. I love it too. It's yeah. too late, Josh. Too late. Yeah, no, no. There, yep. no. What, so, have you guys been to Australia? What's what's the scoop there? No, never been. No. Um, when I just like when I got out of high school, I was a merchant marine, and I did that for about five years. Yeah, I think I read that. What the hell? Yeah. So you went on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked. Uh, um, I used to ship out of New York, and in New York, you do runs to Europe and Africa. And I shipped out of uh, Long Beach, like West Coast, and that's Japan, Korea, China, Central, South America. I uh, never got a job that went to Australia. But, wow! Uh, but you Southeast Asia? No, or just yeah, South uh, Asia? Uh, yeah, Japan and Korea, more China. South Asia. Okay. Yeah, like any, it's all port related stuff. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I used to um, get off a ship and travel. I'd go backpacking for a couple of few months. Like wow. Central America and Europe. Five and years in the Merchant Marines. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you enlist or is it a job? It's a union job. It's AFL, CIO. It's basically, it sounds military, but it's not. It's basically anything like a commercial ship that takes crates of shoes or oil or, you know, people who sure. work on a ship that aren't in the military are Merchant Mariners. So right. wow. I don't say Merchant Seaman because... It sounds weird. It does sound weird. I was a merchant always... seaman, especially like, with a weird smile on your face. Right? <laughs> I sell different products. <laughs> Sticky products. Um, uh, but yeah, you never, kinda... th- you never, th- sorry, you never think about no, that. It? Merchant Marine, people think you're a Marine. No, I'm a mariner, basically. Yeah. 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 And the, the Marines are actually a subset you, of the can... Navy, which is oh, are they? Mar- yeah. Mar- the Merchant Marines, Marines are, are a subset of the Navy? No. No, no. The, the US Marines Marine are. Corps. Yes. Right, yes, because know. my dad joined the Navy, and he said, did you know the Met, that the Marines get their medics from the Navy? I didn't. <laughs> and uh, so he was in the Marines for six years. Yeah, but I was in, I went in uh, support of uh, a couple of military things, even though the ship I was on was civilian. My first job out of school, I went to um, Somalia for Operation Restore Hope. Remember that? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mid-90s. Yeah. Did you go in the yeah. Red Sea? Um, I don't think I ever went through the Red Sea. I went through the Suez Canal. Okay. Uh, actually, no, no, I take that back. That is the Red Sea, right? Yeah. Yeah, North Egypt, Red yeah. Sea, uh, came around through South Africa, uh, Durban. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did, did you, um, did you get, did you get any Ethiopian food? What happened? Was they it they nice? It was a little yeah. Fairfax district. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a mini Fairfax. <laughs> That's what I'm um, looking for. <laughs> no, it was, you know, we, you get out as much as you can. I mean, it right. was one of those situations where once your cargo is done and taken care of, you're, you're kind of out. You, you got a couple of weeks or? How long? Not really. Have? I mean, it depends. Like, you could go and trade watches with someone. Like, when we get there, I'll stand your watch, and then we go. There's this other place. You stand my watch, and then you can go out for, you know. I thought 12, you just meant 14, trading actual jewelry. Could, could you take here? Take my. How long is a watch? I have four hours. Oh, yeah, four hours. But you work. Uh, you work eight hours a day in four-hour blocks. So you work from twelve to four, four to eight, or eight to twelve. 
but you do both those blocks of time throughout the whole day. So you could work midnight to 4 a.m. and then noon to 4, 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. Oh, and, weird. Yeah. So that's just how sleep watches work. Hmm. That is. So you're, you have to learn how to sleep for two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd much. that work out? Fine when you were I like 19? sleeping. Yeah. I used yeah. to like the 4 to 8 because you wake up at like, you know, 3, 3 a.m., stand watch from 4 to 8, go take a nap from right. 8 to like 9, 10. Then you work overtime. You chip rest and paint and do all okay. that stuff. Then you go back and stand your watch from 4 to 8 and get to bed around 9, 10. So, okay. Yeah. Long, boring stuff. <laughs> yeah, that does not sound like a job that gives you a lot of free time to write the great American novel, my no, friend. No, 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 no. I mean, I uh, do remember before even performing stand-up, like writing jokes down in my like my little notebook on my on the all ship. maritime themed jokes. Yes, it was Were like they, <laughs> they were like look, look at that crane. So my longitude got a little. <laughs> I don't, I don't Can know. Can you use a sextant? No. So it so was that's uh, something. yeah. It was. I always say it was a block. I would have gone to college mm-hmm. from like eighteen to twenty-four. Did to you ever go to college? Never made it. Didn't make it. I went to right. uh, one semester of junior college, and I was just so overwhelmed with boredom. <laughs> right. It just yeah. felt like an extension of something I had Junior college, those first two years back, are just the same things you learned in high school all over again. Right. History, basic math, basic humanities classes. Is that what yeah. you did? What did, I, what did you do? I went to Florida State. For, oh, right after high school. Is that Gators? Or yeah, is that the other one? Seminoles. Bobby okay. Bowden. Yeah, I uh, went during the heyday of all their stuff. Football and their football and the renaissance of uh, becoming a a viable university. Because Isn't that football. like the biggest party school? That it was is? when I was there. Playboy magazine. Wow. Had had deemed it what top five biggest party schools for years. Huh. Really? And that that's what I had. You know, besides <laughs> besides legacy. cops being filmed every other episode in Florida. That's all Florida <laughs> had at the time. Yeah, was the Florida State Seminoles. It's it's Florida such an interesting state because there's like two hemispheres of it. They're like the north. There's like like Jacksonville. It's like rednecky, and then you go down south, and it's, it's like I'm from South Florida. So as soon as you hit Palm it's Beach, super urban. It's like here's yeah. you're you're out. As soon as you go beyond Palm Beach, you're in the, the sticks. You ever yeah. hang out in the Keys? Oh yeah. Just, I've never done that. That was our vacation when we didn't have money. We'd drive down. You drive down to Key West? Down to Key West. Get yourself some key lime pie? <laughs> there, there is I, the, the, I really like the excitement. My mother makes key lime pie. I grew up with key lime trees in my backyard. Oh, see? I've never had key lime pie made in Florida. I was in the Keys. I make key lime pie every year for the holidays. Oh, for do locks. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's you'll come over then. Fresh key lime juice. It's from Pavilions. They <laughs> It's the only store that sells key limes in LA. <laughs> oh, really? Get fresh key limes and squeeze. Pavilions. There you go. If we can and bring back Lou Ferrigno in this conversation. Sure. Excellent. Full yeah. circle. Yeah. And his Hulk pictures. Smash. Does Hulk smash your key lime? <laughs> I'll be over here eating shrimp. No, Go he ahead. eats a piece of the pie and he turns back into Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah. right. Because it's yeah. so mellowing. And then he starts uh, hitchhiking. I, I need a ride at the next town. If anyone, anyone. Yeah. I, did a, I did a private for um, Comedy Central down on Key West cool. um, with Fluffy. What's his name? Gabriel Iglesias? Uh-huh. No, what the hell's his name? Yeah. It is an Iglesias. Comic? Yeah. Gabriel. I'm not fat, I'm fluffy. Yeah, I'm not fat, I'm fluffy, Gabriel, whatever. And oh, it sure. isn't Iglesias, because that's... Is it? I think it's Iglesias. It's Gabriel Iglesias. Okay, I'm not, thinking of... Julio is the singer. Oh, there we go. Julio's the singer. Gabriel mm-hmm. Iglesias. Okay, so I didn't get to talk to him at all, because he was a little standoffish. Perfectly nice man, no doubt. But not to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
We both land in Miami, and we're both driving down to the Keys, which I think is like an hour and a half. What year is this? Uh, 2004. Okay. And um, Why do you sound so disappointed by the year? I don't know. I was just thinking. (laughs) It's my thinking voice. Um, And and so I said, so is there a car coming for us? And he said, I always get my own. I always get my own uh, limo. And I said, you are going to be a star. Because if you insist on your own limo, yes, yes, you will be a star. Mm-hmm. And he had his own limo and he had his, uh, this guy. And we had both about a year earlier taped our half hour specials together, 2003. Mm-hmm. And um, we did it the same week. And the guy that was with him going down to Key West was a guy who had opened for him and was hanging out that week. And so I asked Gabriel if that was his boyfriend. Oh, and he was furious. Yee. And I was like, Dude, I'm just asking. People ask me all the time if I'm gay. Get mm-hmm. over it. And uh, and he seems like a very nice man, young man. And obviously you like him. Right. Uh, right. Maybe not biblically, but, you know, you like him. <laughs> and uh, But he got really... That, that's the end of that story. He got, it's a good got a little bent out of shape. And he got a little bit of... And, but he was very afraid. There was It was windy. It was super windy at mm-hmm. the time. And there was a lot of rain because it's Key West, right? right. Yeah. And so um, he... He grew up in L.A. and he couldn't take the wind and rain. He was freaked out by it. Right. Didn't want to do the show one night, but it was fun. Did he ever get out of shorts? Oh, I don't think he did. So there, he wasn't that freaked out. Right, right. Not, not enough to get out of the denim shorts and his outfit shirt. <laughs> that he yeah. enjoys so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a signature thing, mm-hmm. wearing Aloha shirts. and He's got a know, hook. K-Swiss. Dude has a hook, and it works, because mm-hmm. he's got that thing he does, he does... It's not a bad thing to have a hook, mm. you know, where you're the fat guy or you're the, in his case, he's got the Latino thing going and he's got the fat thing going. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the most charismatic guys I've ever seen on tele- on, uh, on stage. Have you ever seen him? A lot him? of stage presence. Yeah. I see him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know much, but I know who he is. He has his physical presence. You know who he is right away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And standing ovation he got uh, for his half hour special. Hmm. I was like, wow, yeah. really? Okay. Was he a last comic standing comic too? Uh, he did. A couple of years later, mm-hmm. he did. He was the guy who got um, kicked off because he gave them a dummy BlackBerry. What? He gave them a fake phone because you, you're not supposed to have your, uh, you're supposed to be cut off. You're supposed to give them your phone. Hmm. And he gave him a fake phone and hmm. kept his BlackBerry. I see. Awesome. And so they kicked him off. And it has affected his career not at all. No, I think he was all right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the people that, that finish higher in the ranks are with um, New Wave anyway. You know, so if they don't. Is, is that second. what's his name? Is that Barry Katz? Barry Katz, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's the executive producer of the show. That's why so um, his clients win the show. Is that off this year? Ever since? <clears> yeah, it's, I, think it's, I think it's over. Yeah. It, it's over for, good for now. Or just indefinitely. Just for now. Okay. Because it, it costs a nickel. So why wouldn't they resurrect that? Yeah. They don't yeah. even do it in the house thing anymore. They just do the. Set I think and... the last time they did it, they did it with the house, uh, just trying to get back the magic of uh, of the first season, which I actually thoroughly enjoyed the first season of Last Coming Standing. But I also mm-hmm. think with Kindler, Legero, and and Geraldo, it was it was fun watching those hosts for first time in a while. You liked watching the hosts. Too. Oh right, right, yeah. Andy or the Kindler's judges. my hero. I love Andy Kindler. Andy Kindler's your fave. Yeah, yeah, he's like one of those. Like, and we've chatted a few times, but every time I like get near him, I get all nervous. Right, right. Yeah, you know I do that, that with Gold. I do that with Dana Gold. Yeah, me too. But um, oh, I'm doing a live podcast with him. Hello. With uh, at the Nerd 
the Nerd Melt Meltdown comic books, mm-hmm. and it's going to be him and James Urbaniak, both friends of the show. Both have been on before. James <laughs> wouldn't Urbaniak be prudent. Would, <laughs> wouldn't be prudent <laughs> not to. Into like a, mm-hmm. a subtle Rospero. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. No, but it's it's Dana Carvey's Rospero. Oh, is it? Oh no, I'm it sorry. Is? It's Dana Carvey's uh, Bush. It is. I was like, yeah, Nagata. that does sound like Bush. Nagata. Nagata. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Bush do uh, um, the Wayne's World joke at the press corps dinner? No. It was um, Bush was speaking at the you know the George W. Bush the George Bush one Herman Walker oh George H. W. Bush yes and it uh-huh. was when uh, uh, Wayne's World was at the height of Wayne's I just World. watched that the other yeah, night it's like hey well this is the best thing that's ever happened okay yeah not you know and wow. that was saying not was the joke but he oh, didn't yeah. understand the context and why it was supposed to be funny so he got up and he's like good to be here not <laughs> just for reals. For reals. Just didn't give the ellipsis between do, here and Do you know who doesn't not. always have a lot of sense of humor? The head of the CIA. <laughs> that guy doesn't always have all of his, uh, his jokes in a row. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Start off with an yeah. open mics first before you go make a joke. At a Maybe the head of the FBI might have liked, might had a little more domestic comedy. Yeah. And uh, CIA, no. not as much. He's going to pass, is what, yeah. he's, is what you're saying. He was the first head of the CIA to be president. Yeah. Oh, we can only hope that we can aspire to such again. Right. You think they do an all, like when... All the federal bureaus get together for like a big dinner during the holidays. They do a talent <laughs> night. And right. I wonder who's got what. Like, Right. It's like Hoover used to dress up. Right. He did the burlesque show. He did the Marilyn Monroe impressions, obviously, <laughs> in the day. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Very good. Yeah. Hoover. Oh. Sweet. Uh, makes a mean vacuum, too. I don't know if it's related, but... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. We haven't even killed half of these shrimps from the shrimp roll. Um, mm-hmm. I've done, shrimps? I, think, I just said shrimps. Shrimps? I think the plural of shrimps is shrimps. I am an English minor, so <laughs> I have a minor grasp of the English language. Fantastic. Yeah. So today's topic has been mostly shrimp, yes. and I think that that's a positive. I'm, I'm having a lovely time, you I'm guys. Doomed. No, I'm doomed. I'm, I, we didn't do shows for two weeks, and I've been I've been putting like two out a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm Jones and Hardcore to get back into it. And, it's um, just fun to kind of sit and I'm just kind of fun to sit in my living room and talk to dorks mm-hmm. just about whatever comes up and for anyone that's listening we don't really sit and talk this extensively in real life so to just kind right. of know each other over the microphone yeah we just see each other at comedy fun. shows and shoot, yeah. the sh- shoot the breeze like in 120 second increments right yeah, until you go and get a i gotta get a drink or i'm gonna go outside right. or i'm and, neurotic and, i'm thinking about my set <laughs> i can't right. talk to you right now right in new york there's more sitting around talking comics after after shows and stuff because there's always another train mm-hmm. but here everybody has their car and they're like well i'm leaving yeah and, yeah. and you're like oh okay me yeah. too yeah. and comedy that uh comedy's at a lot uh the, the venues of, of comedy in new york are are more accessible to being social like bars more Florida's sitting around bar. yeah or you were a around. New York guy, right? You moved for up there eleven and years. Started there. Oh I started yeah. Started there. I did my own show for a while there called Friends and Family Aww. at the Beauty Bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember the Beauty Bar. They're still yeah. doing stand up there, if I remember. My correctly. friends still run the show there. It's a bar and a beauty salon. It used to really? be a beauty salon. Yeah, you'd go in. Can't you gals, still get on like a mani pedi? Gals something? would get a mani mm-hmm. and a drink for ten bucks. Oh yeah, they I think it's up to twenty. Day. I think. I think, but you get a Cosmo. Yeah, you get a Cosmo. Exactly. You get a Cosmo you get a nice and a cocktail. Then, right. right. Which at the Sky Bar, you go for 20 bucks. No Manny. No Manny. That's and your cover. it's $24. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to give me a Manny. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <so> <laughs> it's, and I'm not going to sign you. Wait a minute. That's the only reason. That, Wait. No. Are you still not signing me? Yeah. It's, I went to a, a kind of a fancy, uh, mm. what I thought was a fancy party. You ever go to a party here in 
Los Angeles, California, and you don't know anybody except for the host mm-hmm. and just one of them. Mm-hmm. And then you walk in and you're like, oh, and there's like it's catered. Yeah. And you're, it's very intimidating. Mm-hmm. I called Maria Bamford. I was like, wingman, want to do this? Yeah. She shrewdly did not answer her phone. She passed. And, uh, <laughs> it's the passive pass. It was the passive pass. Right. Uh, she said she got the message almost immediately, and I right. saw her yesterday, and she said, yeah, not a chance I was coming. Yeah, and so that would have been super. You know what? I I I I am kind of a people person. I like connecting, mm-hmm. but what I really don't like is answering questions about myself when the person asking does not care at all. That's just the worst. <laughs> that is, you know, hey, that is so where issue. are you from? And then so start wh- looking around the room. It's just like, dude, don't make me talk. And it's then not hard care. for me. And then to blow me off while I'm doing it just makes me feel terrible. Right. And you know what I think. It's uh, just going out in L.A. in general. That's what happens. We're not talking about a big party anymore yeah. where you feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, it's actually, this party was actually much more friendly. I actually mm-hmm. met three different people. I met uh, a young man who writes for the E! Network. Hello. And he was, the, the icebreaker seemed to be, so how do you know Mary Lynn? I went to Mary Lynn's birthday party, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, Rice Cup, mm-hmm. she's a friend of the show. I didn't want, I didn't want to say right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend of the show. Friend I'm, of the show. She's been on. I'm watching, I'm watching all of 24 right now. Yeah, her character just amazing. got introduced. Oh, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, yeah. yeah. I, I can't watch it too tense. Uh, it is. You, get, guess what, guess what else I don't enjoy? The Wire. The Wire. Uh, watch, same. I, I watched it. a couple episodes. I was like, that, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking which Bad. Which I love Brian Cranston. He's amazing. I watched the first season and it was funny and smart and dark and good. The second season, scared the shit out of me and made me super sad uh-huh. and the third season sits on my dvr you recommend season one? Oh yeah because i canceled cable almost a year ago so i've just been oh you can then, catch up i have just been watching ser- complete series of specific yeah, yeah. shows you know i did an episode of malcolm in the middle with uh, brian cranston yeah. and the, the scene we were doing together i'm like a therapist i'm jesus christ uh he's having a dream i have like long hair and robe and he's laying on his couch <laughs> talking about his father <laughs> And it was a it was a comedic thing, but it was like dramatic components. I looked down, he's crying, and we're in doing the scene, and the, like the tears are just like running Malcolm into his ears, and I'm just like, "You are good at acting. Really? You're really good." Yeah, yeah. Uh, that show actually, Malcolm in the Middle, used to be uh, super real for me too, quite honestly, because everyone was really good at what they did, and it was funny. Total it's commitment. like Arrested Development. Yeah, I can't watch Arrested Development, even though I own, I think, two seasons mm-hmm. of it, because it reminds me of my family. Even though I understand there is money in the banana uh, Brian's big thing, I think he'd been like a character actor for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I remember seeing, I'm like, who is that guy? Was uh, Seinfeld when he converted to Judaism for the jokes. Oh, really? That was Brian Oh, Cranston. that was that character? No, no, That's hilarious. No. Seinfeld guy, John? I think I've watched five to seven Seinfeld episodes. Did you enjoy them? In my life. Yeah, they're all right. All right. What's your favorite? Do you, have a, do you, do you enjoy the sitcom format mm-hmm. at all? I did. When I you watched Malcolm in the Middle. I okay. watch that. I don't watch a lot of comedy. Okay. I'll watch drama and sci-fi. What do you watch in sci-fi, I wonder? Firefly, what? by chance? Firefly. I Firefly. I just All watched right. that whole... Group high five. I even watched Serenity, the movie. Oh, yeah. I own Serenity, the movie, my um, friend. I always think of Nathan Fillion as like... Uh, Dream him guest. And, him and Jason Bateman are in the same... They look the same. I always thought it was... I never knew who was who, but yeah. I watched that. I watched Battlestar Galactica, Caprica. 
I uh, used to get uh, Beck and Morrissey mixed up. Is that like that? Nathan <laughs> Fillion and who? Beck and Hill. Morrissey. Yes. No, no, it's it, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, so you watched the Battlestar Galactica yeah. kind of series and then mm-hmm. the prequel? I did. I just I watched the Battlestar series twice now. Oh, really? I got got real. The silence looked like people. You so, watched it? No, no, I watched some of it. All right. uh, but they're all, they could be anybody, is what I'm saying. I don't know That's if you. We could be a silent right you now. You guys could sitting be sitting here at the tail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Until, like, Matt and Josh come to your front door. All right, we're ready to do it. <laughs> Who are these guys? <laughs> dupes. Yeah. They're dupes. Blackout. Are to they? be continued. <laughs> aren't they both though? Aren't, aren't aren't they? Aren't there dupes like like nine copies of every of every Cylon yeah, or something? Twelve Cylons. Spoiler alert! Oh, now you, you get this and you get this early on. Early when on. the series starts that there's twelve models of Cylon and they each have multiple copies, but their copies have different different conscious mm. different conscience, and they think different. Some some rebel rebel against the others. Mm-hmm. Some it's it's a good series to get into. Hmm. It, it, it's like you never think about you never think about cloning like when you if you clone something it has a new brain right mm-hmm. so if, if we made a they clone of you will. right josh josh <laughs> like Hannes. multiplicity with michael keaton so true yeah, <laughs> right they all want to so, bang andy mattel oh. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too me three good lord groundhog day i My love God. her in groundhog amazing day. amazing i mentioned to a friend the other day i go i there go any celebrity crushes you have. It's a dumb question to ask a grown man like right. myself. I go. I always have loved Andy McDowell. Me too. Yeah, me too. She, she was yeah. a L'Oreal commercial gal. She did all those. Oh. Now she's doing them again. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It doesn't matter. No. No. Steve Landisberg. I used to have a crush on. I was the only nine-year-old. He was in Barney Miller. Which one? He was. He was the sarcastic. (laughs) 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 Oh, Abe Vigoda. I was like celebrity crush. (laughs) My friend took me to a yoga center recently. um, uh, I forgot what it's called. S. Anyways, the type of, of faction right. of yoga. Oh, yeah. not not like Bikram. Bikram. No, not yoga. Excuse me. Not yoga. Not yoga. What's the meditation? Pilates? What's the meditative? A crime scene. <laughs> what am I? I want to, I'm completely. <laughs> oh, forget it. Not yoga. I screwed. Whatever. It up. You went to some hippie freak thing, and then what happened? No, it's uh, God. Nam yang. What's the chant that you do to meditate? Continue making more noises. We might uh, get it. I'm gonna get a couple. Harold Glass you guys was there leading yourself. the session. Really? Yeah, that's who, my point. Who was it? Harold Glass oh. from Barney Miller. Was leading the uh, meditation. Are you sure it wasn't not- George Glass who was uh, Buddhist? It was a Buddhist center. Excuse me. <laughs> it wasn't yoga. It was a Buddhist center. Right. I'm getting all my Eastern disciplines mixed up. Well, they're just uh, you know they're they're coming out through your third eye as one one fell swoop. Yeah, you know, George Glass was the uh, 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 Marsha's made-up boyfriend. No, no, no. Oh, in um. And Brady Bunch. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't a Scientology event? No, I just said it was Buddhism. (laughs) Okay. It was a a faction of Buddhism. My friend took me to to see if I want to get into chanting and meditating. Do you? No, I tried. I went once. I sat through it and I wasn't ready to give myself up to it. Yeah, TDM. But Harold Glass was teaching it. Mm -hmm. Hey, Barney Miller guy's here. Yeah, there he is. And there's Richard Gere. Was Richard Gere? Tina Turner. They're famous Buddhists. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tina Turner, famous Buddhist? Mm -hmm. I... I was reading a book 
uh, you know, when you're you're on the road and somebody hands you a book, you read that book because uh, you don't have a book. It's either that or surf through eight hours of TV before right. the show. Right. And you're like, really? NCIS again? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who hasn't watched an NCIS marathon? Uh, you have not? Come on. Nah, I have not. You have is, not. <laughs> I bring my uh, my laptop and I'll stream Netflix on my laptop. Oh, there you go. So you can you don't have to be a, a, under the influence of what the hotel you know what? is providing. I I have Netflix the whole night. I have you? Netflix uh, streaming, but here I have a hard time starting it because I'm like, well, I don't want to really watch television. So then I end up surfing for hours mm-hmm. and watching nothing mm-hmm. when I could have watched something that I would have enjoyed on Netflix. Well, it's one of those. It's one of the this or that. Watching a movie on Netflix, it's like committing to a credit card purchase online. There's a few steps. Mm -hmm. It's like you cue the movie. It shows you the season. You click the episode. Mm -hmm. You get ready. You know, you got to really commit to a Netflix movie. I tried to watch all of the Dexters one road trip. And uh, I was like, I don't care if he's a good guy serial killer. I don't care. Uh, He's still (laughs) Still a scary guy. Yeah, he's still the the serial killer. I'm over it. Well, I'll uh, I'll do it a little bit differently. I'll just sit and watch a movie that I don't really care that much about, but just mm-hmm. for like fifteen or twenty minutes. Like I'll make oh. myself a sandwich and sit down and watch like Breaking Two oh, for like twenty interesting. minutes. Interesting. I think last week I watched uh, about an hour of Medea Goes to Jail. <laughs> <laughs> just because I didn't, you know. I liked that. I'm more selective with the discs that mm-hmm. get sent because oh, that yeah. one you really want. All right, the Adjustment Bureau. I really want to watch this one, but the other ones. That'd be funny if you didn't like, stream Medea. You actually. S- cued the disc for your physical copy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. need to see the extras. That I really need to know what's happening with in the mind. In the mind of the man. My favorite thing is, um, you know, Tyler Perry, of course. Genius. Just, he what? just is so industrious. He writes directional. He is very stuff. much. But every scene, every person in every scene of a Tyler Perry movie has the most clever line to say all the time. Isn't Tyler yeah. Perry in the Star Trek that just got came out a few years ago that J.J. Abrams did? I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, he's in a sci-fi movie that I just recently saw. Mm. That's all I can remember. All right. I'm yeah. very resourceful. Red you for guys J. J. watching Abrams. a Game of Thrones? You don't nah, have cable, Josh. No. Would you? Would you have watched I it? I would because I just rented I just rented the whole Pillars of the Earth. Hello. All that right. That was a cool one. Yeah? My wife's watching Game of Thrones. I am not. I'm not a... I understand winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I've tried to read the book. I've tried to listen to the book. It's not happening. Um, many things have happened. I've, I've, I've read. Um, I, I, there was a book that I picked up in a youth hostel about two, 1989, mm-hmm. I guess, 20 years ago. 22 years ago? Long time. Depressing anyway, to think about 89 being 22 years ago. But there's nothing I can do about the aging life. process, yeah, people. Exactly. It's uh, so sad, too bad. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is I read it and it was too, it was dark, but it was really funny and smart and I liked it. And a guy named Ross Thomas wrote it and it was um, Mercenary Stew, is what it was called. And um, the name I kept stew it. Or like stew, like make it out of, like out of a stew. Right. Yeah. And it was. Um, That's awesome. Mercenary Stew. Mercenary Stew. Ross Thomas. And Ross Thomas, um, so I just reread it. I was like, I think I'm ready. And it turns out my line of what I think is too dark in the last 22 years <laughs> has moved down the block. Because I was like, this is awesome. This is not dark. It's a little dark, but it's awesome. And so, yeah, I read four Ross Thomas books two weeks ago in the last two weeks. And, um, and it was, they're all, they're like political, thrillery, mystery kind Mm -hmm. of things. He was a, he was a, um, he was born in like 1919, died in 95. And he was 
in World War II, he was a um, Philippines. He was a soldier in the Philippines for the United States, mm-hmm. uh, not for the Philippines. Part time. Yeah, the rest of the time he fought for the Philippines. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes he was on the side of the Japanese. <laughs> Never paid that, the most. And that disappointed the Filipinos a lot <laughs> when he wasn't Ocho killed. Ocho Senko of espionage. <laughs> no, no. Terrell Owens of espionage. Whoever's the highest bidder, yeah. And but the the books the books were great. They're all they're all and blessedly short. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love like because all books now have to be six hundred pages because they want to charge eight dollars. Right. And I'm like, no, eight bucks, two twenty. Mm-hmm. How about that? Two hundred twenty mm-hmm. pages max. Mm-hmm. So, but they're all blessedly short and super tight and funny and smart and nice. You ever read uh, Orson Scott Card? Yeah, I don't know his stuff. Some of his stuff. Yeah. Have you ever read any of his stuff? No, I read a couple books. It's science. It's really good science fiction. Um, it's Careful. called The House or something. Uh, Is it I don't new? Remember. No, it's it's been out for a while. But um, I worked on a movie with him. Uh, they with adapted, the guy? Yeah, with Orson Scott Card. Wow. He like wrote this movie called Border Town mm-hmm. about I don't I don't know what happened to it, but I went to shoot it in Mexico. You know, for like five weeks. Okay. People who uh, there was a tunnel going between Amer- America and Mexico. <laughs> and every time they snuck through the tunnel, they'd come out and it was a different existence than they left. That's cool. So it was a really good Orson Scott card. Yeah. Um, yes. Right. Um, he wrote Ender's Game. Did you ever? Yes, he did. I think that's probably his famous one. That's his famous, famous one. one. And every it's here, here's the basic plot. A six year old in a femme Nikita style <laughs> is forced to play video games and laser tag in, in zero G so that he can learn to be a superstar general. And um, and Ender is uh, is the superstar general. But there's a secondary plot, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what we like? Laser tag and video <laughs> games. It's a story about a boy who's forced to play these things no. so that he can learn strategy. <laughs> and uh, Eddie did. Do they still have laser tag parks? Not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's one on Ventura. <laughs> but too much. I used to like do them all the time. I used to do them all the time in high school. Just you put on the gear and it would be from everybody else's sweat. Yeah. Oh yeah, from games. I had yeah. games before. the knockoff stuff, which is you know just kind of a oh that you could wear thing. around the house kind of no, thing. It like, was still... No, no, there was you could buy a thing, just one outfit. <laughs> right? No, just... they sold them in pairs <laughs> so that you could shoot your brother. Yeah, and, that's what uh... your parents tell you when they don't have any money to get you like the real toy. <laughs> nah, this is, a, this is a good version of it. It's an oven timer strapped on. To yeah, a, exactly. Two bungee cords. Yeah, bungee cords. Yeah. <laughs> But um, we would go around the park with our, you know, low rent version of laser tag and just play with friends. Yeah, it's and and there's, yeah, there's there's a laser tag place around here, and there's a there's you know what there isn't a go kart track. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, go-karts. my friends just went to Corona. Oh, um, really? Corona, California. Electric, yeah, I think uh, they did the electric go karts that go about thirty five, forty miles an hour. <sighs> nice. They had a good time. I did a gig outside of Atlanta in a go-kart park, Mario Andretti go-kart park, also comedy club, because my career's on And um, we got to go on the go-karts for free all the time. Hello. And we got uh, $70 worth of uh, play the video games. That's huh? nice. Huh? Yeah. I won Terminator Salvation. Take Amazing. that. Amazing. Take that future. I just want to be famous enough to, do, uh, to be invited to drive in the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. That would be kind of fun. You know. Marilyn Rice Cub did, did and talked really? about it on this very program. I bet it. I bet that would just be great. They closed down the streets. It doesn't matter if you crash the car; you can go as fast or as slow as you want. <laughs> right? She had to take lessons and stuff, and uh-huh. learn how to drive. And the bar is pretty low. The bar's like, pretty- you crashed. I this is my third time. What do you I expect? feel like Dick Cavett was her partner. I'm uncertain <laughs> who her partner was, but uh, now Marilyn, um, you're known for your dry comedy delivery while you're driving. <laughs> 
conducting an interview. Yeah, Dick Cavett can't help himself. I got a friend from home who's like, you know Chloe? And I was like, yeah, yeah, she's probably the most famous person I know now. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, she does stand-up. And they're like, no, she doesn't do stand-up. And I was like, they don't even know what her comedy actress. background yeah, is. Yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea that she's been doing stand up for like fifteen years and so. sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. It, I think it's really easy to do drama when you can get a laugh with scripted material because you have to strip down all that stuff and you don't have to try and be funny. You just have to try and like and just, maintain eye contact, right. have an opinion about what you're saying. Right. You're not expecting any kind of you know. It's like the John Lithgow. Um, I, I'm. I think in conversation it came up that John Lithgow was in Footloose. Mm-hmm. It was back when he was, it was his um, Liam Neeson serious p- uh, phase. Right. And then he went on to wacky Third Rock from the Sun phase. He was also right. great in, uh, was it Creep Show or Twilight Zone? Right. Um, there's a man Twilight. on the wing. Wasn't he, wasn't he in Twilight? Twilight Zone. Twilight William Shatner? Yeah. Yeah, but it was uh, John Lithgow. He's mm-hmm. going crazy in the ambulance and... Dan Aykroyd goes, you want to see something really scary? That was a good serious <laughs> role. Absolutely. And he plays, um, if you look at like his Third Rock character, it could be very dramatic. The way he just gets big and reacts and doesn't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's the context <laughs> of the way he's acting that makes it funny. Right. He's still being very Everybody is to- very committed to that. Jane Curtin in that mm. show was fantastic. Just just the commitment to the very serious delivered and Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt, um, uh, you don't hear about the st- child stars that like maintain a good life the whole time, and now you know he's into this. What is what does he do now? I well, don't know. Five hundred days of summer. He was in. Uh, okay. uh, uh, he's on. He's been in the news a lot in the last couple of years. Well, he also he's did. He was in Inception. Inception. He's like the cool. Oh, okay. He's a slick I love guy, guy wearing the nice suit. Oh yeah. And French Stewart. I just saw him in something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I have no. I references. saw him do a play. In, in, in over in Hollywood, which was nice. Just I didn't know he was a man playing. in his mid-40s. He's always looked so young. Right. right. I thought he was a 20-year-old t- in Third Rock from the Sun. He was, <laughs> wet, he was in his 30s when that show came out. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing. You just kind of bop around town, and it takes one audition, and then suddenly you're, insert name of credit, you're Gilligan. Right. You're, you know. I, I, you know how I looked up the other day? Xander from Buffy. Nah, I don't know. I don't really know. B- that Buffy show. the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. He played. Uh, he played the Skippy kind of the the mm-hmm. fa- Family Ties like sidekick kid. Mm-hmm. And he is on um, Criminal Minds. Wow. And has been working nonstop. Yeah, ever my since friend uh, Buffy. Felicia Day. Oh yeah. Uh, she's, you know, just become this big, uh, you know, the Guild and uh, I, I think you know, oh right right would, you know, yeah they know, know the that, Guild the Guild. But I watched a little bit together. of the Guild. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Guild is a, um, it's a, it's, it's essentially. It's all about SAG. It's a drama about SAG. <laughs> <laughs> about the inside the negotiations. It's like it's, the badge. It's, I think it's a more of a World of Warcraft yeah. guild. Okay, it's okay. like, uh, it's, it's, it's the unionizing that's happening in the, in the massive multiplayer online, sh- uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, game. <laughs> Not really. They're getting organized. It's yeah. just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration of certain dorkdoms. Then people got girlfriends. Men have girlfriends. It's exciting. Yeah. In the gaming world. <laughs> and all those people, uh, Sandeep Parikh, Jeff Lewis, we all did improv together at a place called The Empty Stage. And Felicia wrote this thing and just exploded. Right. But she was always a, a Joss Whedon sweetheart. They okay. Met, they met on um, Buffy, and then he's taken her on Wait. all these things. Oh, okay. She's in Dr. Uh, Horrible. Sing-along Was she also Firefly? Joss. I don't think so, but she's uh, has a big part in The Avengers now. Oh, okay. Uh, directed by Joss Whedon. And she's super sweet. Could not be nicer. Oh, good. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. it when it's someone nice. Yeah, me too. 
It's because uh, if it's now not going to be me, <laughs> it should be someone people named Josh, Josh Wheaton and Josh Stone, that singer. It's the only time I've ever heard of someone with the name Josh. And it's probably because I'm Josh and my my feelers are out for anybody that sounds You're like aware. That. My name's Matt. My God, there's like 80 billion Matts. You meet another Matt, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right. Your name's it. Matt. I right. get it. <laughs> get when I want to message a friend on Facebook and I type in the little search box, Matt, 30 Matts pop up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I've right. got to scroll through these Matts just to get to Matt. It was very big in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get from the Lord. Matthew. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Anytime Aww. I meet another Matt, I, I like give him sustained eye contact and... Oh, do you? Give from the you Lord, really huh? just give from the Lord? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and do, it, do you feel it? And they don't think about it until they're like, yeah, that is what it means. Yeah. <laughs> so we like automatically, we bond. Probably. What do you do should. when you meet someone named Josh? I smile. You murder you them. Smile? I cut their head off. <laughs> yeah. There no, can only I, be uh, one. I, you know how I do my own comedy show, the Josh yep. and Josh the show. Josh sure. show. This sure. July, um, we're doing an all Josh fest. There's like eight comics in L.A. named Josh, yeah. so we're getting them all on the show. You getting Josh Great Elvis show. Weinstein on? You getting him? Josh who? Josh Elvis Weinstein. He was a Mystery Science Theater 3000 mm, I creator. Don't know him. You getting Josh Blue? I don't. I don't know him either. There's a lot more Joshes that I'm. There's a lot more Joshes happening. It's, it's him. Now. But it's when nice I see a Josh, Josh, I'm just like, come do my comedy show. I don't. Give them any sort of <laughs> sure. religious right. background, and you don't even need to know. I don't do comedy. No, no come no. and do it anyway. It's please, just no. do three, three to five, three to five. That's all I need. Just your best stuff. <laughs> right. Don't do any stuff. You just, uh, just you'll go on third. What do you want me to say? You'll go on third. Sweet spot, sweet spot. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, um, I had a great time at doing the Josh and Josh show. Josh and Josh at, at show. Josh it's fantastic. One of the best shows. In oh, thanks. Sure. It's it's well attended, yep. and it's always fun, and and those people there it's in west hollywood so you'd think they'd be hipsters but they're very supportive hipsters mm-hmm. they're very well-dressed supportive people mm-hmm. and sometimes the well-dressed intimidate me because i am not right i am I, just normally dressed in right. my opinion all right you're not wearing uh, uh skinny dickies. jeans and a <laughs> crazy hat i love frank Connor. he comes on our show and wears shorts and he oh, just yeah. slays the audience yeah. oh yeah 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 frank Connor, awesome yeah. uh he can get you josh elvis weinstein MSC3K. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. a connection there. And uh, hilarious on Twitter. Hilarious. Yeah, oh, very hilarious yeah. on Twitter. Uh, Frank, kind of friend of the show, turns out. <laughs> Jackie, I don't know if it was your blog or if it's your website, but I was looking at something. There was a Mystery Science Theater headboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can, you, uh, so, so that, that uh, somebody somebody posted it. I reposted it. You can get a, a headboard wow. with uh, the three the hecklers. Tom Servo and Crow. Yep. And Joel. Yep. But it wasn't Joel. It was Mike. Wow. And uh, you're like, mm, I'm going to want the one with Joel. It's Joel. Yeah, the I image mean, I get yeah, is while I, you're, while you're, so great, while you're okay. having an intimate moment that you've got these three looking over you right yeah. imagining their commentary i just thought that show was just so brilliant you know who else has been on the show friend of the show mary joe peel nice she played one of the scientists mm-hmm. for many years and, and i think she does a cinematic titanic with uh with frank now they're doing a sort of a cinematic titanic which mm-hmm. is the same thing as mystery science mm-hmm. uh but they're doing it um themselves with that with that theme with the movie uh, i did a show similar to that where you, you had mics and you were watching a movie mm-hmm. i think the people that do it best um god I don't remember the name of the show, but uh, Dan Castellaneta, Rick Overton, oh. all these people do it. I think it was that Second City. They play a movie in there. You know, oh, they do the chitter chat over it. Yeah. Nice. Like they did on Who's Line for a number of years. Oh, for the, the credit sequence? Yeah. No, they do, they'd do. they have a movie and they'd create their own dialogue. As, mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't make commentary. All right, something different. Forget it. But I like that one. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I like it. I like that almost better. Mm-hmm. For me, is to is to have people make up dialogue for a movie, for a shitty movie that's on television. Right. You know, like there it is on the big screen, and they're like, 
oh, I'm thinking of this. Right. And then the, the, the new dialogue comes up. I, I, that's a fun game. I, I have a great that. idea. I smell Drakkar. A great yeah. idea for a comedy show. You'd have to have your multimedia capabilities, but mm-hmm. um, just somebody TiVo a day or two worth of commercials mm-hmm. and just air them and have comics in a mystery science theater format just mock these commercials because mm-hmm. commercials are terrible. And, eat, and th- that's a gift. As a commercial actor, I'd love to get one mm-hmm. if any casting <laughs> if, you're listening. if anyone's listening, uh, we're all willing to sell out. Yeah, uh, last time I was at the Improv, I um, you ever see that footage of Osama bin Laden watching TV in his compound? Yeah. Where he's, no, like, I didn't. Sitting there, he's sitting there with the remote control and just, you know, they, they cut out <laughs> all the audio, but they just like had <laughs> him watching TV. I, Did they know what he was watching? He was watching himself. He was watching himself. He was watching coverage of himself on the news. Well, and they also found porn in his compound, too. Right. Which, you know. Softcore, though. Soft, Softcore. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Just spice level. Just porn. spice level. Yes, exactly. Cinemax level. Um, two copies of two weeks notice. <laughs> <laughs> but I took uh, uh, like 30 seconds of the video and just did a uh, voiceover for it. Okay. And, and I was at the improv and I gave him the DVD and in the middle of my set he goes, have you guys seen this footage yet? And they, they dropped the screen and I showed this little short that I did and it was, it went all right. It, yeah. went, it went great. It, it was one great. of those scenes where we're like, well, all right, well, this could tank, Go either the, way. tank the room completely <laughs> and I'd have to be on. Especially like inter- interrupting the middle of your set. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. hey, we yeah. got gutsy stuff. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Gutsy stuff. I like. Uh, I tried a new bit uh, opening just because the audience last night was so nice. Nice. They had been nice to everybody before, and I was like, I'm going to go to the vault first. Right. That was my plan right when I got up because I was doing a. Lo- I was a 25 minute set at this new room called the Good Humor Show mm-hmm. over in at Santa a- Monica. Yeah, I just read about that. Yeah, it's it was a great show. It was a really great show in a super small room, and it was very very fun. And uh, I decided instead to open because I was in Australia, and they. Um, I like to go to the same coffee shop whenever I travel mm-hmm. to create the illusion that I am in the neighborhood. Right. So, uh, a local. Yeah. A local mm-hmm. of some sort, mm-hmm. even though I'm obviously American. And so the first day I go, the guy says, so you're American. What are you doing here? And I said, well, we're here for a wedding, but I'm going to do a show so I can write off this trip. Cool. And if you want to come out and see comedy. Right. And the next day I go in and there's a young uh, barista kid working the register. And he's like, hey, I heard you're a comic. And he's Lebanese, refers to himself as a leb, mm-hmm. because that's what Australians do. Yeah. And they shorten everything. And if you did it, you'd be weird and racist. Wait, what, wait, a leb? I, I don't think I can carry it off, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it'd be kind of weird. Right. But he, he was like, he did. He asked me, he said, do you, so you do, you do comedy. Do you do racist material? And I said, <laughs> no, 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 I don't. And then later in the day, I was talking to my husband, and I was like, I should have said, do you mean racial material where we celebrate the differences between different races? And Andy said, you should have just said, nigga, please. (laughs) And I was like, wow, I don't think I could have. Or lead, please. (laughs) I don't think I could have carried it off, quite honestly. Yeah, a big commitment. But I opened with that last night. And uh, I think I... I think telling it as that story, mm-hmm. I get to say it. Well, I, I, get to, I get to work it. I, I, get to work I did it around the hard R. I did no, a gig no. with you once at French Toast. Yeah. And um, it was a crowd that was eating dinner, and there were children there eating. Mm. And I remember you you just said a minute ago, I don't know if I should go to the vault or do something normal, or mm-hmm. do something new. But that night you looked at me because you were going up next, and the families were still there eating. And Jackie goes, I'm going to the vault on this one. <laughs> like a conscious effort. Like, let's go try it and true and make these kids smile too. Right, right. Yeah, they don't need, they, they don't need to be work my way through my new immigration bit. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I was at the tax lounge was the, um, the show was the night they got Osama bin Laden. 
Oh, wow. And I didn't hear about it. I just like rolled up and everyone was like, I'm like sitting around. Mumble, what? mumble, mumble, mumble. They, they, just got them. they just turned the TV off and they're like, Ah, oh, who's ready to laugh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the, the dovetail into the show was wow. watching ABC News. Yeah. Wow. Right. That's always a good one. Sure. Uh, I think when OJ was being chased uh, on <laughs> the highway. I was in Planet Hollywood. Were you? I was working there. <laughs> Were you oh, working, the, working, working? I was a busboy right, right, right after college. Nick mm-hmm. Swartzen was a busboy at Planet Hollywood. Really? Uh, in Minneapolis at the Mall of America. Oh, and, that was the big one. Uh, it was a large venue, but uh, the only famous people that would come in would be like the weatherman, the local weatherman. And he said that he used to talk about how they would have to make a big deal of it. Like he was, a, they would say, oh, there's someone famous here. And it's the local weatherman. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> a little Nicky Swartzen when he was 19. Mm. I remember that guy. Cloudy with and, a chance of stardom. Yeah. Uh, chance of chicken wings. It's coming at me. I'm going to order some. I'm going to order some buffalo wings here in a minute. <laughs> People are impressed. You know, you want to see them on TV or in a billboard or in a book or sure. a movie. Oh, oh man. my God! Don't look! Don't look! Don't look! Who did the, I saw? It's Bill, Richard uh, Klein. I, <laughs> I saw Bill Murray at lunch. Oh wow! Do you know what that was? That's a that's a quality that's a sighting quality right there. Sighting. And uh, and I was with a friend of mine. and I said, I think that's Bill Murray. And since I never recognize anyone, she said, probably yeah, not. Probably. And probably I said, not. it's either. Bill Murray or James Wood, because I don't know the difference between those two people. I remember sure. working at the Miami when Pete Stoyanovich, the place kicker for the Miami Dolphins, okay. came in, and all the guys were like, Pete Stoyanovich Holy and boy. our planet Hollywood. Yeah. I saw were Mel pictures Brooks. taken? You saw Mel Brooks once? Mel Brooks at a... At a at, um, it's an Italian eatery in Santa Monica. Okay. And I, I never, like, eh, but I just I felt so compelled to go over and say hello. Did you? I did. I said, um, uh, Mr. Brooks, I'm, I'm Matt Kennedy. Was he eating? He was spending time with his wife and they're okay. kind of hanging out. I said, I don't mean to bother you, but uh, my name is Matt Knutson. I'm just, I'm such a big fan. And he said, well, Matt Knutson, you got great taste. Oh, and excellent. Yeah, he had his little and line ready to go. And that was it. Thank you. Baby. Enjoy your Enjoy, enjoy your meal. And then that uh, was it. And then you're out. Yep. Uh, Larry Vazios. You ever meet him? No. Stand-up comic uh, mm-hmm. from New York, actually. And he, um, he sometimes cater waiters mm-hmm. uh, for a day job sometimes out at the track here in Los Angeles, and he saw Mel Brooks on the phone, and he was on the phone, so Larry just mouthed the words, Mel Brooks? And Mel Brooks put the phone down a little bit and goes, yep. <laughs> awesome. And and Larry was like, that was enough. That, that was, was perfect. That was your That's connection. A, I, just needed, I just needed some acknowledgement yeah. that I am seeing Mel Brooks. Yeah. And just phone down to go, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. You, all have, you have to have attained a certain level of fame before you can say, like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. I, I see Soak musicians out here and I lose it. Oh, yeah. Like I'm a music nut. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear at minute 60. Mm-hmm. I'm a music nut. Welcome to the Dork Forest. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's your music love? A lot of rock, punk, indie, and. What's indie? What's What kind of indie? You know, Beth, Do you know the difference between uh, Beck and, and Morrissey? Beck and Morrissey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. They're both Morrissey, very hip, though. They're Morrissey very... is the Smiths and. Beck is, you know, he's just, I know some Beck, but he's just too cool. He, he's more, they he both a lot seem of dance super, music. They, oh, okay. Like that album, Midnight Vultures. That was a great Beck dance album, mm-hmm. party album. All right. Well, which artist instructed Sheila to boot the grime of this world in the crotch deer? Oh, my God. What is that? For 50 points. That's the Smith song. Sheila oh, is take, it? Sheila, take nice. a bow. Yeah. I love Smiths. And, I was and YouTubing Smiths videos the other day. Yeah. Just watching old ones like Live Smiths singing 
ask from 1987. Remember Maybe he used to sing with flowers? He had a bouquet of flowers behind his back. I just hold him. I just hold him because it's the guy place. ages gracefully. He's still a dapper dude. He eats uh, at my friend's restaurant all the time. The day I moved, no, the first time I came to LA to visit to see if I wanted to live here, I went to this bar in Hollywood called The Cat and Fiddle, which is the quintessential LA bar that you'll see every totally. walk of life and every type of social circle there. Absolutely. Morrissey, Michael Stipe, and Courtney Love are sitting at the same table. Wow. How wow. does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> I even know who those are. Yeah. That's I'm like, because I don't know anything about that it. Though? I was listening to some super old Billy Joel the other day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad. It's very, very little street life serenader. Anyone? Anyone? I love it. <laughs> the early Billy Joel. And you being from New York, they play more Billy Joel there than I've ever heard in my life. And I like Billy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you're Jersey, it's Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. Right. I just brought. Uh, One of those songs is in your wedding or your bat mitzvah or your sweet 16. <laughs> Do you think like early Billy Joel uh, lyrics were who needs a house out in Hackensack? Yeah. yeah. Did he try to... It was Hackensack. Yeah. Who did he try to do like ack, ack, ack at the end of every. Yeah. yeah. So, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. A lot of. Uh, he celebrated the alliteration. Sure I'm not going to lie to you. Sure. I remember when he bagged uh, uh, Christy Brinkley? You're like, what? That guy? What? I was like, gives guys like me a chance. Yeah, he was the ultimate, that guy. Like, what right. are you talking and, and, about? And then when they got divorced and he quickly started dating a woman who looked just like Christy Brinkley, but uh, 10 years younger. And you're like, less positive now, sir. Here's a little music trivia um, from the album An Innocent Man. What was the video that she appeared in? Uh, um, Downtown Girl? Okay, that's one. What was the follow-up video that she also appeared in with Billy uh, Joel? Downtown Girl. Keeping the Faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keeping the, the Faith. faith. Keeping yeah. the Faith. We're going to sing every track. Yeah. That's it. You guys, this has been really fun. We already started the show? Yeah, we're oh, about to start the show. Up. Let's okay. do it. And, uh, Hi, I'm Josh Hannes. to the dark <laughs> forest. Jackie and her friends will never bore us. My hat, my hat, my hat. That's <laughs> that's me leading into the my hat story. Hey. That's a great, oh man, it's awesome stuff. Um, this is the last. Four pieces blast. of shrimp remain and this is the end. And I believe we'll it, was like <laughs> it was like a 60 piece <laughs> shrimp ring. It I'm was, still hungry. All right. <laughs> I'll probably go to Taco Bell later. Uh, there's American uh, taffy, American yeah. taffy that I bought as a, an impulse buy at Osh. It's, uh, it's taffy, red, white, and blue paper. Wax paper. Osh the sporting goods store? Osh the garden center. Oh. I bought some Impulse. Taffy from a garden center. Mm. Impulse. I did a commercial for Osh. Did you? Yeah. I was like, they made me the guy who worked at at the home improvement store in like the 30s. Oh. Like, we've been around since the, you know. Okay. Which, that's the Knutson wheelhouse. You know, (laughs) golden era uh, hardware store employee. Yeah. See Matt Knutson's published works. And um, you guys, I'm going to link everybody to your websites. Do you like a Facebook? Or, and and then there's Twitter. And then Twitter, Fuzzy Josh, right? At Fuzzy Josh. Twitter, at Fuzzy Josh. Yeah. And at Matt Knutson, correct? Matt Knutson. And at Jackie Gation. Jackie Gation. You people. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the show. I'm so psyched to be back in this very nation. Have a good one. Goodbye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?